welcome back to Cool Gems. I'm Jelen, and it's so great to be back.、Um, I mean, you wouldn't know, but I actually haven't been recording for like over a month、um, because I got so crazy busy with uni, with a lot of unexpected things, and it's just been a really crazy new season in life. So I haven't had an opportunity to record in so long. I haven't had an opportunity to、um, watch any dramas in a while now. Though you wouldn't know that because I pre-recorded like eight to ten episodes. You'll never see that extra two episodes though. They're not going anywhere. <laughs> But it, it's kind of strange because it took me so long to kind of get. Somewhat comfortable speaking behind a mic, you know, it was such a struggle to talk. You can hear that, especially with my first couple of episodes. Even now, the episodes that are going out now, they are a little bit, a little bit strange. I just forget how to talk once my mic is on, because <laughs> there's no feedback, right? I mean, I say that this is a posamata, but then I am just here in my room alone talking into a mic. And <laughs> it's just kind of strange. Not only do I forget how to talk, I also forget how to think. I don't know that my mind is just blank. It's like I'm not thinking anything at all, and I just have all these weird pauses. I actually had a friend who pointed out to me like, I don't think you actually pause this pause this much in real life. See, I I I can't talk. <laughs> But, yeah, it's just it's just you know. But、um, thank you for sticking by. If you have stuck by、uh, me from the first episode, I really appreciate that you are still here. <laughs> Thanks for getting past all my awkward moments and phases. But yeah, it's really good to be back. It's really nice to have some time to myself to watch this drama that I've been so excited for. You already know what it is. You've seen it in the title, but it's "Do You Like Brahms?" in Korean,、uh, or the original title, it's "Bramsere Tuahaseo." I was looking forward to this drama from a couple of months ago. I think as soon as it was announced, because music is such a huge part of my life. I've been playing the piano for as long as I remember. In fact, I was actually working on a Brahms piece just a couple of months ago. I mean, I'm not very good at it, but it definitely caught my attention. The drama title, I mean, I'm not a professional concert pianist. I don't major in music, but it being about music, about classical music, which is in a way so familiar to me. I was just really excited for this one, you know. But then, of course, life had to get crazy. Like I said, I completely forgot that I was watching out for this drama until now, and I got a chance to watch the first two episodes of this drama. And dude, you should see my messages to my friends because you know I'm one of those annoying people who just. Can't keep their thoughts to themselves. Like I have to let it out, and that's why we have cool jams so that I have a space to do just that. But I was geeking out. I was just telling 
everyone that this drama is just amazing because the music references were just cleverly thrown in and I got them, you know? I feel like I was let in on some secret code. It's like I got this additional layer of enjoyment because I knew what they were talking about. Like the title, for example, Do You Like Brahms? That's absolutely genius. You know, personally, when I first saw the title of the drama, I thought maybe they just picked a random renowned composer. I mean, I like Brahms. Maybe they are just paying homage to one of their favorite composers. But it turned out to be a very intentional decision. I mean, the story of Brahms turned out to be pretty important to this whole drama. So the title is actually really on point and I love it. And the actors can actually play? Like, oh my gosh, that is amazing. You know, Kim Min Jae who plays Park Jun Yong. Yes, I got that right. I, I was checking because <laughs> I am so bad with drama character names. I always remember the actor names instead unless they have a very iconic name like Tang Man Wall or Ku Chan Song or in this case Che Song Ah because of all the puns they made. Yes, Park Jun Young. He is a very gifted, renowned pianist, and he, Min Jae, can actually play. Park Eun-bin, who plays the character Che Song Ah, a violinist who um, is chasing after her passion for music despite the odds against her, she can actually play the violin too. It's, it's just so amazing, it's so refreshing to see how their body movements actually match the music you can see that they understand the music. And this was such a huge, huge point for me because, you know, sometimes TV series and dramas and movies about classical music, they have actors who can't actually play the instruments. And I don't really hold it against them because I can only imagine how tough it must be first to find an actor who suits the role, you know, perfectly, who can bring this character to life, and to require this actor also to be able to read music, to know music. That's a whole nother level of difficulty. So I get that. Sometimes there are editing problems too because the editor might not actually know how to match the visuals with the music. So I try not to get too hung up on these little details. I mean, I'm not too set violin. I don't go around spotting these things. But it's still kind of a disjointed experience because what I see and hear don't match. Think of like if you watch a really bad lip sync and the speaker is moving his lips, right? But what you are hearing can't possibly come up from that speaker because it just doesn't match. Visually, it looks like um, the speaker is saying something completely different from what you are hearing. And so that's kind of what it's like. So this drama was so, so, so good just for this alone, just for having actors who can actually play. Thank you, drama. I appreciate this so, so, so much. But before we get too deep into this drama, I guess this is probably a good place to put up my spoiler warning, my spoiler warning signpost. Don't cross this point if you haven't seen the drama. 
Although I don't think you would have clicked on this if you haven't seen the first two episodes, unless you were waiting to see what I thought of this drama before you embarked on your own Do You Like Brahms journey, in which case I am really honored that you care about my opinion, so thank you. But come back after you have seen this drama, or if you have seen this drama and I was just wasting your time, let's get into it. Now, this drama is set up to be a very sweet, feel-good drama. It's about chasing after your passions, after your dreams, against all the odds. You love to see it. I mean, I'm using that unironically. I'm not saying that I hate it. I, I genuinely like this uh, dramas with this theme. I mean, I feel like it's one of those things, you know? It's something that's eternally relatable. It's something that never gets old. Fight for My Way, for example, did that really well. Itaewon Class 2, I would say, is a really, really good expression of this theme. And in this case, Songa is pursuing her passion for music, despite disapproval from her parents, her family, and her friends at some point, despite lacking experience and skills compared to her classmates. I mean, we saw that she scored one of the lowest in her class. It seems kind of like she is falling behind, that she can't really keep up. Which, by the way, is really impressive, considering that she's only played for like, four years, was it? That's crazy, that's crazy impressive. I mean, think about it, she is in a very prestigious music university. It seems like most of her classmates came from very prestigious music backgrounds. They had the best teachers and resources. They have years of experience and training on her, which I'd like to say might not be everything, but it's kind of like running a marathon, you know? Let's picture this for a second. You have just crossed the start line at a marathon, but everyone else has made it to the halfway mark. And they're still going strong. If you so much as make it within one kilometer of them, <laughs> you are crazy fast, dude. Even if you are still behind, take note that these aren't just, you know, your regular unfit runners. These are trained athletes. These are trained musicians. The fact that she managed to become an advanced level violinist in like four years, accepted into one of the most prestigious music universities, dude, that is an insane achievement in and of itself. Although I do have some questions and thoughts about this, um, but I'm gonna save that for later because I don't wanna bore anyone who's just not interested in music. So I'll move on. Next, we have our other lead, Park Junyong, a very gifted pianist. It seems kind of like this drama is setting him up to be a has-been because of the whole Chopin competition. I mean, I'll save that for later. It seems in general though that he has lost favor with a number of people, Although I don't get that because it seems like he is also still doing really well. Um, he just came back from tour. He, I mean, if he is not popular anymore, he wouldn't have tours, you know? He is still getting offered opportunities. So I don't really know what his status is. But we were given so many scenes where people were just saying that he isn't 
who he used to be you know he isn't as popular or as famous um that he's being overtaken by this other pianist like we had that one scene where songa was at the store getting cds or something and her friend from school who was also doing the internship kind of remarked that jun young was no longer relevant anymore that he was only popular for his looks and we saw that poor poor jun young was right behind them and that he heard every word which by the way they never addressed i mean songa rushed out after him but she couldn't go after him because she hadn't paid for the cd and he was just trying to get away as fast as he could because he didn't want to talk but when they met later they just never really bring it up again i mean i kind of assumed that they would songa went after him because she wanted to talk to him about it right she wanted to have a conversation about it but this conversation just never happened so <laughs> i i thought that they would try to have it later on but it, it didn't happen I mean, not that it's important, I was just kind of waiting for it, so I was surprised. But back to my point, it seems like Chun Yong has very heavy burdens to carry. He has to, you know, support his family financially. It seems like he is the only person in his family who is working, so he has to take on the burden of providing for everyone. He's also in love with this girl who is with his best friend. And even though he has a great team behind him, in a way he is all alone. And you know, we are made to feel for him because he is just such a sweet, great guy, you know. He is so attentive, he is sensitive, he is caring. He's all around such a nice, sweet guy. And I think this drama will be a healing drama for his character. We'll see him learn to love music for himself, to do music for himself. I mean, we've kind of already started to see this. Like, after he performed with that young violinist, and he was advised to not play in a way that pleases everyone, but to play in a way that he wants to. Even though I don't really understand that, but... Songa was also asking him how he found the performance that he gave and he said he enjoyed it because everyone else enjoyed it and she was like, no, what do you think? So I think we'll get to see him develop a much more personal connection with music and learn to love music in a different way. Maybe he'll even learn to love Brahms, who knows? The drama also set up this six-way love triangle thing love hexagon maybe <laughs> it's more like two love triangles put together in one we see that chunyong is in love with Tongyong, but Tongyong is dating hyono <laughs> i don't know what's going on there you know i thought that they were just best friends you know they were that trio which by the way minje has very good trios you know like tempted he was in that iconic trio he's in another trio right now that's that's amazing anyways i thought that the story was about the three of them being really good friends um when they were in school and Tongyong kissed chunyong but went on to date hyono so i thought that scene at the airport was kind of him feeling betrayed that she dated his best friend even though she kissed him 
I thought he was shocked that they ended up together. But it seems like Tonggyong and Hyunwoo have been together a long time. So it's not news to him. So the airport scene was more like that he was not ready to see her again after what happened. This girl that he has been pining over for years kissed him without warning and now he is left with all these feelings. So seeing her there at the airport was kind of like a rude reminder that he can't have her. But it's kind of really strange because she was crying when she kissed him. She said it was because she was jealous that he was in a place that she couldn't be. And she wanted to see if she was still important to him. So it seems like she wanted to shake him up a little bit. But I feel like that wasn't really her intention. She didn't intend to hurt him. It looks like she has some feelings for him, but for some reason can't act on them. Maybe because she agreed to date Hyono way, way, way before and her feelings have changed. It seems like seeing Tunyong and Songa together really bothers her. I don't know, maybe she wants both Tunyong and Hyono. That's why she hasn't broken up with Hyono. But it kind of seems like she doesn't like Hyono that much. So why get together? You know? But on the other side, we have another love triangle. Songa, Tongyun, and Minsong. It looks like Tongyun broke up with Minsong for Songa um, because he liked her. But Minsong still loves Tongyun a lot. And it doesn't seem like Songa returns Tongyun's feelings. And it's just gonna be a train wreck. You know it's gonna get way more complex with this whole Songa and Tunyong situation, especially in the transition period where they are learning about their feelings. It's kind of funny how in this drama there are no platonic friendships between guys and girls at all. Everyone is romantically linked, everyone is in love with everyone. Not technically true, but you know what I mean. And to be honest, I am not a huge love triangle person. I'm not huge on romance. I mean, I don't hate it. I enjoy it like everyone else. It's just not a focus for me, you know? I don't actively look out for it in a drama. I don't need it to enjoy a drama. In fact, sometimes I think it distracts from the story. Especially when they get to the lovey-dovey part and they just abandon the entire plot. I mean, if you like that sort of thing, that's, that's good. It's just not really my thing, you know? I mean, to me, romantic love is not the end goal in life. So it's not the end goal in a drama for me. To me, the storyline and the characterizations of the characters are the most important parts. If you have a good premise and you have interesting characters, if they fall in love with a great fun dynamic, I'm gonna enjoy that. So to be very honest, I do have some apprehension about this drama, especially with regards to this whole love tangle thing, because I don't want them to, you know, discard the story in favor of focusing on just romance. But so far, they are doing fantastic. I am enjoying the story. I think the characters are great. They got my attention. They look like they have very interesting life journeys and backgrounds, and I hope we get to see that explored in future episodes. 
Of course, music here is a huge, huge part of my enjoyment of this drama so far. It has this added level of relatability. When I see terms, for example, like poco a poco, I'm like, hey, I know that term. And with composers, it's like, I know these people. I know these stories. And the whole thing about practicing and just not being able to get the right sound. You know, we had that one scene where Chunyong was just getting pretty frustrated because he couldn't get the right sound uh, for one of his notes or that it just sounded out of place or something. That is so real. I've been there many, many times. Probably way more than he has because he is a much better musician than I am. So it's just so fun to watch that on screen. And like I said, you know, storyline, premise, characters, it's hitting all the right boxes for me. So it's got my vote. Not that it needs me, but... <laughs> you know, it's actually a pretty great year for music representation, I think. We have do do so so la la so, which I am really excited for because Ijewok, need I say more? Such a pity what happened because of COVID-19, but you know, their health is way more important than my enjoyment, so I can wait. Ijeuk was also in When the Weather is Fine. 날씨가 좋으면 찾아가겠어요. I haven't seen that, unfortunately, but I know that Park Min Young plays a cellist, so I was very interested in that. A Piece of Your Mind too apparently has some classical music story aspects. Pan ne pan. I haven't seen that either, so I've got a lot of dramas to check out. But you know, what I'm getting here is that music is really romantic, huh? They're all like romance dramas. <laughs> but anyways, what do you think of this drama so far? What do you think of this whole love hexagon thing? Are you ready to get your heart broken? What are some of your favorite moments in these first two episodes? Let me know on Twitter or Instagram at CoolGemsPod. Let me know how you're doing too. I've been crazy busy as I have mentioned, but how have you been? I'd love to know that. For now, until next time, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you had a great time around this Pozamata table. I definitely had a great time. It's so good talking to you again. Um, yes, this is way too long. So I'll just see you next time. Alright, bye.